Hello and welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition. All right, welcome to Funny Science Fiction, the live edition, the podcast that makes you feel like a one-finned goldfish in a large aquarium. <laughs> still it's, muted. You're still muted, Nick. There My you bad. Go. <laughs> and before we get into tonight's show, we need to say thanks to our show partners, River Tees, and Level Up Lightsabers. All right, you guys know what that means? Video time. First, here we go. River City Tees. With over 700 designs to choose from, River City Tees has something for everyone. Need some new nerd merch? River City Tees has you covered. Need funny or sarcastic designs? River City Tees has you covered. Are you looking for a new logo or custom design? Whether you need one or 100, River City Tees has you covered. With multiple colors and options for each and every design. With things to choose from like shirts, hoodies, phone cases, coffee mugs, and so much more. Be sure to follow River City Tees on Facebook and Instagram. If you do, you'll get the latest on designs and information about upcoming sales. River City Tees. Let's make a shirt together. Can I just say, I love how excited you sound with the, let's make a shirt together. It just, it makes me happy every time. I try. All right. That was one of our show sponsors. Next up, level up lightsabers. Oh. <laughs> <Different>. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> know the rest of it it's in the show links it's in the comments eventually when tim pushes buttons they're in there they're in i (laughs) i lost track of my place where i was at in the in the the whole list of videos that we have uh set up in the brand section and everything it's (laughs) nick made me laugh i lost my spot it's nick's fault i blame him what did i do I don't know. Whatever you said before, it just it made me laugh, and I started when, giggling, and then I looked oh. down, and I lost my space. Level up so. lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. The, that's it. It was the... Yeah, throw right. You messed with his groove! I tried to. <laughs> hey, you did, you did a good job. You done did good. All right, and we want to remind you, please take a moment to subscribe to our show. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're not watching on YouTube, please go to our channel on YouTube and do the whole <laughs> Click like and subscribe. So if you're watching on Facebook or you're watching on Twitch, go to YouTube. It's better. Anyway, uh, your subscription there helps us a ton. It's the same show. The content doesn't improve. No, the content is is still (laughs) subpar. But at the but still, uh, on some levels, it's you know it's this. It's still uh, us. But yeah, if you go to if you go to YouTube, click the like and subscribe. Your subscription helps us grow. Helps us be able to attract uh, more people to punish. I mean, join us uh, here on our show. And uh, if for whatever reason you are would like to help us create content and be able to afford to create content, you can, of course, always buy us a coffee 
at the link that is being uploaded into the chat right now. That one right there. You see the one that just popped up on your yeah, screen? Yeah. You can buy us a coffee there. It's a it's a cheap way to invest in funny science fiction. Plus, Kathleen, Kathleen needs a raise, so... A raise would be fantastic. <laughs> I just want to say, if she gets a raise, I get a raise. That's all. This, that's how this works. I think we all get a raise if she I gets. I think a raise. any of us have to be paid for any of us to get a raise. Oh yeah, yeah. that would be nice. So buy us coffee, lots yeah, of them, so that you know lot, we're paying ourselves. Lots and lots of coffee. And good evening, Mr. John Wass. Good evening, y'all. Look at that. It's our biggest fan. I can't afford coffee. How about a whiskey instead? Yes, if please. Aff- I'm right here. Bring it. Okay. The only th- concern I have with this is what whiskey are you drinking that's cheaper than coffee? Maker's Mark. <clears throat> no, Maker's Mark is not cheap. It's not cheap even. That's like that's Maybe. like Elijah Hill or something. Okay, but if you compare like this to the if you compare the ounce amount, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is coffee. I'm drinking coffee. I think, honestly, he's drinking other people's whiskey. That's that's fair. That makes it cheaper. That's my favorite whiskey. My favorite bourbon is other people's bourbon. Exactly. Always tastes good. Always from somebody else's reserve. (laughs) Our poor guests. We have guests, guys. We we should probably bring those guests. Tonight, (laughs) we welcome author Mike Figliola. Figliola. La. Did I say that you know, we probably should have, you know, make sure that Nick knew how to pronounce well, Mike's not, name before we brought him into the show. He's got it all spelled out there. All right. We'll bring in Mike anyway. Hi, Mike. Hi, I'm Figliola. It's okay. <laughs> you call me Fig. That's totally fine. Whatever you guys. Whatever Mike Figs. That's right. Yes. How you guys doing? Wonderful. Good, Mike. Thank you for having me. I love being yeah, here. You guys are great. Glad to have you on. Yeah. Oh, you mean that one? Ta-da. Ha-ha. Pop culture addicts. All right, who else we got yeah, there, Nick? On YouTube. And we also have Ben Riley, the Hardy Healer from TikTok. Whoop whoop! Hey Ben, welcome back. Hello, how's it going? Good. Hello. It's it should be <coughs> hello there. Hello, hello there. I I'm not hello. wearing the proper attire. Oh, for a, a proper hello there. Yeah. We've already had. Train whistle sounds in my background, so it might be a literal train wreck tonight. We will find out. If you're, I haven't heard him. You, oh, it was like as soon as the theme music started, it was the oh, okay. Mic. Well, yeah, everybody's yeah. mics are muted during the during the yeah. uh, the video play, so I didn't hear it. So that's that's yeah, that's when all the whiskey was going down, Tim. That's when all the when the mics are muted. You know, dang it, hitting the whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Sad face. I wish I was hitting. <laughs> all right. Uh, so, hey, before we get started on to, to much of anything, uh, Mike, take a couple minutes and tell everybody about your book, uh, The Slow Midnight on Cypress Avenue, if you would, please. Yeah. Uh, thank you again uh, for that. Uh, yeah. My, so I wrote a book. It's uh, it's about Queens, New York. Uh, this is it right here. It's a paperback. You can get it on Barnes & Noble. You can get it on uh, Amazon and, and and actually a couple of local book, bookstores in New York and across the country, believe it or not. Actually, I sort of... Um, Thailand or Korea or something it was weird. It was really I don't know how it got there. I didn't send it, but um, it was really really cool to to have that experience. But um, so it's a book set in Queens about you know I, I want to write about regular people, and the book is focused on regular folks, people who take the bus every day, uh, butchers, co- uh, cops, uh, re- regular people, blue collar folks, which is where I'm from, and uh, it goes into a day of their lives 
it's probably not a day that most people experience. You know, it's it's like um, a little more of the darker side of life. They're uh, doing some drinking and hanging out in some seedy places. And it, it's it's a day in the life in that. But I wanted to capture uh, a neighborhood scene, a neighborhood story and neighborhood people. And um, yeah, that, that's basically, I don't want to give too much away. It's, 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 it's basically, it's set in vignette form. So I was very inspired by uh, Quentin Tarantino with Pulp Fiction, where he sort of did these, uh, a bunch of uh, standalone stories that, that made, made up the whole. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I kind of was influenced by that to, to, to make the structure of the book, but it's all, um, it's all about Queens and New York. But at the end of the day, I think I told you this on, on, on your other podcast, um, but the pop culture addicts is it's, it's, it's a neighborhood story that can translate anywhere. It doesn't have to be in New York. It could be anywhere. It's about people, it's about neighbors. And, and, um, at the end of the day, uh, it's, it's really a story that I try to, uh, make authentic as possible. Cause that's where I'm from Queens and New York. Excellent. Quick question. Yeah. Does it take place before New York was attacked in Avengers or after? (laughs) Oh, I probably, probably when it was going on. I would say I like, the way these people are like drinking and hanging out and doing some crazy stuff, they probably don't care anymore. Like, this world's ending anyway. So, right? Atari flies yeah. overhead and they're just like, that's weird. Right. Ah, don't worry. No, let's, 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 let's hit the pub. Right? It's so, New York. Left left They've seen weird. Yeah. yeah. That's nothing. So yeah, so if you're interested in finding out more about Mike, you can always go check him out. Uh, look for his book, The Slow Midnight on Cypress Avenue. You can also find an interview with him uh, hosted by Kathleen and I on Pop Culture Addicts. We talk about his book. We talk about music. We talk about sports. We talk about, God, I don't know what we didn't talk about, to be honest with you. It was a pretty cool Random, conversation. Randomness because that's, that's how I ended up here. Everything yeah, exactly. Led me to this. There you go. You know, you, so you might we'll be rethinking know. that by the end of the night, but still, we're saying, glad we'll to have you here. Well, I'm that was a good thing. Doctor <laughs> Who ended up in there somewhere. On, I was exactly. Like, so yeah, very random, ones. very <laughs> random conversation over on Pop yeah. Culture Addicts. Very cool yeah. conversation. Yes, uh, indeed. All right, Ben, welcome back. We glad to have you here. Take a minute, if you would, please, as well, and and remind everybody where to find Ben Riley, the Hardy Healer. Uh, it is always wonderful being here. Love you guys. So it's great. Uh, you can find me on TikTok, where I am currently going viral for a cosplay video I did. Uh, might want to check that out. But yeah, uh, TikTok at Hardy underscore Healer. I do a bunch of cosplay stuff, do a lot of ranting and weird things, and I'm working on some special stuff in the background to uh, make even more stuff with. It's going to be great. He does some fun things where then suddenly his hands are on his head, and I know it's him just from the way that he holds his head. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I, the I one can't you can't say that. It's a secret identity. God, <laughs> shush. God, <laughs> Kathleen. So, no, the, uh, the one video of yours I, I recently commented on uh, where you did a bunch of different cosplays. Mm-hmm. The Assassin's Creed cosplay was really cool. That one got me. I was like, because I like, I'd seen the Spider-Man one before right and i'd seen your star mm-hmm. your star wars one before and then all of a sudden here's assassin's creed i'm like ooh, so I know that i should play that game the thing with that um i like built the hidden blade for that Ooh. so i it's like cool. designed it custom ordered the uh the pieces of metal to be cut to all get put together literally as i was filming it when you see me like throw my hand out to like a like activate the blade the little pull string snapped. Oh no! 
that was a really bad day for me. And I was filming that to be like, you know what? I want to do something productive, something fun. There might have been a lot of uh, expletives off camera <laughs> when the uh, metal wire that like it activated the blade just goes ping. So uh, is it like guitar string? Because when those things snap, that sucks. <laughs> yes. Luckily, the shirt I had had like all those frills. Uh, mm. But there is a, a noticeable like slash across the shirt there. So if I didn't have it, I would have a very nice cut of my hand. Yes, you would. Uh but yeah, that makes it, video if you that watch much the more video, you can actually see that huh. like, instead of a, because it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be like an assassin ring, right. uh, instead of the ring, it's just a white <laughs> string that I had to wrap around and like hold to get it to work. And huh. then I activated it and there's a little push thing to like pull the blade back in and it didn't go in all the way. So you see me like cover it with my hand <laughs> and then I go into the next pose. Because oh, I was funny. not doing that again. I, I, I have to say something Sorry. just real quick. So based on John's last two comments, I think, number one, I need to get him more whiskey. Probably Make that happen. <laughs> and then once I have, once we have established the whiskey, I'm going to find out what all this part is about. <laughs> oh, it's dangerous. It's dangerous is what that's about. We're going to find out. We're going to find but, out John's creative process. There's usually fire involved in it, too. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I have that. I have helped him set at least. Well, I've only helped him set one guitar on fire. Only one. Only one. That's that's only one. <laughs> Got to get those numbers up there, you know. We do. We do. I did, however, take the um, guitar that I found on the street and turn it into a lamp. It's a very cool lamp. I thought you were gonna there say you, go. you just took it and just. I just went from like Beavis and Butthead to Daria. Like, you know, making lamps out of the guitars. And stuff. <laughs> I mean, I, I also just nice. got a guitar that I need to like get new strings for. Uh, yeah. But when I was a kid, we had El Cabong still on TV. <laughs> I don't know if anyone remembers that. No. But every time no, I, I don't. Uh, it was, it wasn't part of Looney Tunes, it was like Looney Tunes adjacent. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was just, you know, anthropomorphic animal that it's like a, a parody of Zorro where instead of jumps into a like a back alley, comes out as Zorro, they come out as El Cabong where they have a guitar that they just beat people with. Yep. Oh. Every time he runs out and just goes, oh, El Cabong! And just making with a guitar. Making notes, El Cabong. Gotta look that one up. All right. Oh so, my God. I love that up. show so much for no reason other than just screaming El Cabong and then hitting something. <laughs> so looking it up, I do remember it and recall its images. Just... It is one of those things that, like, it once it's brought back to you, you're like, wait a minute. I vaguely remember this. Tim's like, nope. I have no memory of this place. I could see the gears working in Mike's head, just like, how do I... <laughs> oh, I, I was watching Dungeons & Dragons when I was growing up, man. I don't know about you guys. 1983 and 84, man, that was my thing. <laughs> and then it went into um, Fraggle Rock and some other... some, some crazy. Ooh, but, but, like, I, I mean, wish they reboot that Dungeons & Dragons yeah. cartoon, and not to make too much of a, too much of a tangent, and go into 80s cartoons, but that was a real good one. Um, oh, come on. Yeah. oh wait a minute! I know <laughs> See, everyone does know it. But now I know him. He's yeah, I didn't. I didn't recognize it by name. 
did not recognize my name. Recognized by picture. By face. You're right. Exactly. I'm a picture person. So, uh, yeah, that worked pretty well. Okay. Now I need to watch more of it. (laughs) But on on Mike's tangent about Dungeons & Dragons cartoon. So, growing up watching the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon is the same, like, the, the Critical Role cast has that same sort of inspiration. So then they made Vox Machina as the adult version of the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Preach, Kathleen. Preach. Oh, it is so cool. I have the Mighty Nine D20. I love it. Uh, Can I just, can I plug something? Level of Dice. Go check out. uh, Yes. Go check out Level of Dice. Their dice is beyond. All right. So now you know I'm legit dork, right? It's it's over. So, I mean, I'm in. But but it, level up dice. Go check them out if you. Hey if John, you, if we're I buying more things. dice. If, if you want to talk <laughs> I have about the amethyst version. Oh god. Oh god. So freaking awesome. I, I Tim's need, like I got I nothing them. over here. But I I have a, I have a like a double nerdy D and D thing. I'm yeah. a dungeon master, and my dungeon <laughs> master dice, are the infinity stones. That's Get out of town. <laughs> so every time I roll something, I'm like, okay, that oh, you're part trying to hit. Let's go with the power stone. Oh, you're trying to cast a spell? Let's go with reality. Love it. That part it. I understood. The rest of it, you guys need to start using your muggle words. But yeah, I get you. Nice. I, I also have this, which this is probably like five pounds. Like, I don't know if you can hear this, but let's find out. Yes. Oh, oh. Rap. Yeah, that sounds violent. Uh, I use this for death saves. So does my husband. Uh, I, I call it the last word. Because if you die, <laughs> if you die in my game, you get a final thought and a yeah. single word before you die. My husband so that's bought the Mega D20. <laughs> Actually, I think his inspiration was you to have the the death dice. Oh, it's, mm. yeah, because I'm pretty sure we've talked about that before. You mentioned that before, but okay. probably. I have a little rubber I think I mentioned it on the first time I was on the podcast. Quite God, why didn't I bring my dice? What am I? I should have. <gasps> it's it's really I'll be right back. Green screen, like, <laughs> we got, we we got, got stuff to cover in this episode, but it, <laughs> we don't care anymore. I'll be right back there by the lamp somewhere. I don't know Look, if you could see that. This is not the first time we've gone off on a tangent, and it won't be the last either. That is. I also have my barbarian dice. That is a treasure chest back there that is literally just to the brim with dice oh my goodness like i am so bad when it comes to that <laughs> that thank you john thank you i just have my my laura bailey's dice bag of holding i have the same one it has extra dice bag of holding in the chest <laughs> i need a bigger treasure chest where do i get the and bag I... of holding on critical role's website <laughs> okay send it to me yes <laughs> Mike's like, right. Link, okay, Link, please, what, need Link. Like, what podcast am I on? This is the wrong podcast. All right. I think we, we've established that we're not talking about any of those other things. Yeah. So yeah. What was the, I'm just going to set the scene and I need I everyone just, to roll for initiative. I just <gasps> I just want to say Russell that Scott. I know Russell Scott. Russell and I might have some fighting words here. Yeah. Um, just in case anybody cares. But, Listen, but I will give it to him for this one. I will give it to him for that. If it meant, if he didn't like it because it meant it was bedtime. I can totally accept that. Okay. Was it seven o'clock? I was gonna say I'm, I'm <laughs> saying, you know. I just I actually just rewatched the Muppet movie from nineteen seventy-nine. Uh-huh. I forgot so much of that movie because the last time I saw it I was probably like ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that movie so, so much. So there good. are yeah. so many just like every Magical person moments. you see 
yeah. in that movie is a famous comedian who just oh, yeah. walks in, and you're just like, wait a minute, isn't that? <laughs> Isn't that it's that one so guy big. from that one thing? Exactly. Yeah. And just so you know, I rolled a one on my initiative, so I'm oh, out of here. Oh, you lose. I got an 18. Give him the dice of doom. So, there, okay, so there's an episode There's an episode on our show here that you guys got to check out. Actually, two that you guys might re- actually really like. So our our second overall episode uh, was is with a guy named Guy Sclanders. And he has a YouTube channel called How to Be a Great GM. And Guy uh, is, is, well, first off, he's extremely funny. And he ha- he tells some really good stories in there and things that happened in games that he had put together and all this different type of stuff. But uh, he talks about uh, world building, game building, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you guys might actually really enjoy that. Uh, and then the other one, um, we talked with uh, James uh, M. Ward, I think it is. James M. Ward, who... Yes. Um, uh, Worked alongside uh, Gary Gygax in the in with the building of Dungeons and Dragons and all that stuff. And the monster draw midge is Jim Ward spelled backwards. That's that's him. <laughs> so it's kind of cool. Uh, really fun, really fun stories with him. And you can hear me do a ridiculous impression of somebody <laughs> trying to get a book uh, or get a game signed off by him. Anyway, he uh, wasn't having it that day. He was no, like... he was not. He was. Uh, here was our shenanigans. Uh, Jim was way over here, and so, but he was a good sport for the rest of it. So. I, I do love the uh, the fact that uh, Gary Gygax's wife thought he was cheating on her. Yeah, and then ended up like following him into the basement of someone's house to discover the development of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, bunch of nerds with dice. Yeah, totally cheating. Like, just sitting there, like. Oh, he's cheating on me. He's with another woman, and you show up, and it's just like eight dudes in a room, just like, all right, so your attack modifiers plus two. <laughs> just like, no, she's the original. He's thinking about other women meme. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's the best exactly. part. <laughs> I bet he's cheating on me Why with doesn't another he love woman. Me? I so just want to get a plus two great ass. <laughs> all right, so here's why we invited you guys here tonight. Other than these Halfway awesome conversations, the show, we're starting yeah, the actual moment. podcast. Well, no, no, we've got eight minutes till we're halfway Damn through. It's better than we've had before. However, um, before you we, get to that, the the link for the critical role dice bag is in the private chat. Camera, please guys. focus. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, so, uh, so the original topic for tonight, before we went off on our D and D tangents and dice and all these other things, we like tangents, so don't. Don't take it badly. We like tangents. Any I mean, I can see tangents the connection are good. between the two topics. There's some connection. Well, yeah. there's topics. Oh, yeah. There's connection. It's kind of sci-fi. I mean, you know, we're, we're nerds. Stuff. Hey, we, you know what? I, we, we've we always said that we 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 uh, we go into superhero. We go into sci-fi. We go into fantasy. It's all it's all related. Yeah. Uh, so it's all fun. About the, the mental stability of a Dungeons & Dragons player, it's not very far off from Moon Knight. I mean, you're hey, literally one person speaking of the being topic multiple tonight. people. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Look at Kathleen name dropping and getting us into our topic. All right. So, yeah, let's talk about Moon Knight. That's the reason why we're all here. That's our topic for tonight. Uh, episode one was just released on Disney+. Plus. Anybody have any thoughts, ideas, feelings Can about the episode? Can I actually go first for once? Like, well, yeah. Not allowed. 
I mean, you did roll an 18. Um, I did roll an 18. You did get, you got the highest initiative. You, so, you have to first. I literally went into it knowing nothing. I rolled a peppermint. Does that count? <laughs> you go last. You go after the natural one. The luck of a thief. I got a five. <laughs> no, I, I have no clue about this character. I have never read his comics. I had no idea who he is. I had no idea anything other than Oscar Isaac. And that was about it. Like, that was the... I saw the trailer. I saw the pictures. I'm like, oh, okay, so it's it's Poe. Okay, we can try this. That was the weirdest crap I have watched in a very long time. <laughs> that was bizarre. Um, Ethan Hawke is terrifying. Like, I, I find him to be unsettling on screen anyway. I always have. But, like, his character is super creepy. Well, the starting off, uh, you know, putting his foot into broken glass and the sandal didn't bode well for the rest of the show, in my opinion. No, 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 not at all. It definitely set the stage for, like, what his character Right. But yeah, at the same time, I thought that whole broken glass thing would be kind of comfortable because it's sort of like the laying on the bed of needles. It, it, it distributes the pressure across the skin, so it's not actually going to break the skin. It's just, it's like foot Nick, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> are you? Do you want to talk about something? <laughs> <laughs> you can like meet up after the podcast. And, like, go over some stuff. You're, you're not okay. <laughs> we need to call somebody to help you. Let's see. We're uh, what this week is uh, seventy six episodes into uh, funny science fiction, and uh, Ben cracked the code in twenty three minutes of this episode. So. Yeah. Just relabel the podcast, just like Nick's descent into madness <laughs> episode, whatever. Uh. But I mean, I am I am excited to see what happens in the show. I am I am intrigued by it. I I'm not sure I'm going to be watching it right before bed anymore. Yeah, that. Mm, yep. Yeah, I I I also watched it at like eleven o'clock at night, and I'm just like, huh. That's it. Sits well, with I you guess for a little I'm bit. Up for a bit. Well, that's the thing is, like, I don't scare easily, but it was the like, that's that's unsettling. Like, it doesn't have horror. Scene. Yeah, it didn't have horror vibes. It had thriller vibes to me, where you know it just. You know, it wasn't like blood and guts slashy, but it was right. You know, very edge of your seat. The whole the whole episode wondering what what's happening next. Where are we going? What's going on? Why are we flashing over here? You know, where did the fish get the other fin? You know, things like that. Just you know, it is kind of that that when you realize in like a horror movie or a thriller movie that the monsters are not actually the bad guy, but the people are. It was that sort of vibe to me. And yeah. yes. I would watch. Yeah, yeah and you know, Tim, like, be... I, like I mentioned to you, when you first pitched this to me as like, we're going to talk about Moon Knight, um, yeah, I want to bring this up first. I'm an OG Moon Knight fan. So this is a the final Moon Knight uh, comic from, I don't know, 1993 or two or something. Um, right. Anyway, it's where he dies in it. So uh, I don't know if you guys can see that, but um, the. 30 years later. Yeah, so I, I thought it was beautifully shot. I thought that the um, the story, if you don't know the comic, was meandering and really all over the place, and you need to be invested in wa wanting to watch this show. Um, 
but and I think it, it had elements of the comic in it. Um, I, I think what, what was lacking was in the first episode, like you said, like what you know, the glass in the beginning. I know they were trying to make it like uncomfortable, which I totally get, but um, it was a it was um. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think it, it nailed it. I think it was great, beautiful. It was. It was great. It was good acting, whole thing overall. But I don't know. I, I think Marvel in general is is going is stretching themselves too thin. And I don't want to get ahead of this topic because I know you guys want to talk about Miss Marvel in a little bit. But they're sort of stretching the characters that they want to explore a little bit. Um, and and uh, you know, Moon Knight's one of those characters that. You know, he was an Avenger. He has he has other things that that went on with him right. early in, in in the publication, um, but I don't see it ever getting there. And you know, going from the Grant character to the Mark Spector character is weird to me. Um, the bounce, yeah, the bounce back is kind of unless you understand little... what's going on. I don't know how you you get. Maybe they, eventually you will. But Dare, <laughs> not Daredevil is easy to digest. Punisher right. is easy. The Spider Man obviously. This one, you really have to know a little bit more about it. And maybe they're banking on that. You know? Well, I think part of it is, is that, you know, like you mentioned, some of those characters, mm-hmm. um, you know, most of those characters are, are, are straight ahead characters. Yeah, they've, they've got a, you know, they've got a name, but they also have their secret identity and all these other things. And the crossover between the two is easy because it's not a, a, a dissociative personality uh, issue, which is what this seems to be at the moment some type of dissociative personality issue between um, uh, Grant and, and Mark and what's going on and, right. and what, what the crossover is one has. And I, seriously, the, the thing with the fish really does can fuzzle me how you have one, you have a fish with one fin and you have a fish with two fins. Anyway, that still gets me. Right. Uh, but just real quick before we go on, you can notice on the screen, Jake, the Jedi, uh, I, it looks like he's going at eight o'clock tonight, but he's got a big announcement. Check that out at eight o'clock right after our show right here on YouTube champions of the force. You've seen Jake here on our show several times. It's good dude. And, uh, you know, Hey, just happy to see him doing his thing over there. So yeah, check him out right after us. I think I know what the announcement is and I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. I do too. So I, I actually, I know what the announcement is, but I told, I, I, I can't say anything. So you're going to have to just wait till eight o'clock. You have to wait till eight o'clock. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, so for me, the only exposure that I had to Moon Knight coming into this, I I never really read the comics uh, growing up. I remember seeing the comics, and you know, um, uh, yeah, your your knowledge is confirmed, Ben. Um, that'd be great. Left out. So, but uh, <laughs> one of the cool th- one of the so for me the thing the way that I knew knew of of Moon Knight or anything about him was through the game Marvel's uh, Ultimate Alliance the the Ultimate yes. Alliance 1 he uh-huh. was one of the one of the uh unlockable characters but in that game it doesn't really tell you anything about him you just see a power set and things that you can do and right. you know you go you know kick bad guys butts with them that's that's all there he really is to it pretty broken too if i could remember properly like yeah. when you finally unlock him you're just like oh, oh okay why have i not been playing this guy the whole time right so you mean I could have just like won the whole game with him to start? Okay, great. Um, yeah, he was he was a little, he was a little too OP. Uh, but yeah, I knew about as much as Kathleen going into this, and only thing I knew was Moon Knight. I didn't even know his actual name, which and honestly so... surprises me. And I, you want to know why, Nick? Because anytime we get into anything that's kind of like uh, off of center, the the fringe elements <laughs> of sci-fi and superhero, Nick's like. 
hold up, let me tell you their origin story, what's going on, and here's the 30 episodes of that character that you need to know about. Mm -hmm. I've got my um, limits, Tim. It starts with a <laughs> opens up like 150 slide PowerPoint. It's like, Pretty all right, much. so this is where the character's from. Right, got a clicker. Click. Next slide. So, but yeah, that's, I was honestly surprised when we originally started talking about this, that Nick was like, yeah, I'm going to have to watch that. I don't know anything about him. Huh? And then it was super weird. So, so I I have like a a bare bones knowledge when it comes to Moon Knight. I never read like his specific comics, but I've read like the Secret Avengers, things like that, team ups where he was just in the comic. So I have a general understanding of the character, but I would not say that I know them. Uh, but it is one of the interesting things that I love in the comics is that canonically him and Spider-Man dated for a little bit. It was just a one-off comment that Mockingbird asked like a group of people just like, has anyone here dated Moon Knight? And Peter Parker just went a little bit. <laughs> and that was all he mentioned. There was not a single thing after that fact. Let me read this right now. What the? No, <laughs> Where was that coming? What issue of what series or whatever that is? But I saw a picture of it recently, and I went, "I read that comic." Wait a minute. Funny. Uh, but okay. Yeah. But I I know very little about Moon Knight, other than, you know, he's got the generic of like higher endurance, kind of super strength, but not really. Yeah. Uh, he's just generally tougher, and he has one really weird power. He can control moon rocks. All right, yeah. Like, he can literally just, like, telekinesis only moon rocks. Which, by the way, for a human, moon rocks are just straight-up poison. <laughs> like, if you ingest or, like, get cut with a moon rock, you just die. Hmm. So this is, it, this is the problem with his comic book. Like, it was weird. Like, I, yeah, I, I, he's such an odd character. He's a weird character. This is why I don't understand why they made it into a, 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 a series. Because there's other in my here. This is where I want to go with this. So again, I, I'm I'm all for whatever's going on with Marvel right now. I think it's great. I mean, I love seeing the comics come to life. I think they're being spread a little too thin. But they're picking the weirdest stuff to make into to TV. I mean, again, I don't. I'm not poo pooing on it. I just don't get it. You know, uh, Moon Knight, I mean, uh, Ms. Marvel, I, I don't understand them. I'd love to see um, X-Force would be a great, and, and mm -hmm. forget Deadpool, the Deadpool portion of it. There's so many other great characters in that comic book. Um, uh, X-Factor, which is a, which is the original X-Men outside of the Xavier Wolverine team that, that ended up coming in the, like the late 70s and through the 80s. There's so uh, West Coast Avengers, which was this offshoot where the Avengers sort of split and did this other thing. I, I would love to see that kind of stuff go on. Um, this, I don't know. The, this this comic turned into a series is irking me to see it. I, well, I think part of the reason what they're doing with the Moon Knight thing, and this I've I've been one of the reading up on it a little bit. And one of the the theories that's been put out there, and it actually carries a little bit of weight for me, is that um, there's a couple of different characters that are being introduced throughout this year who are London based. And who have some type of mythical tie-in or, or even a supernatural tie-in somewhere, somehow. And that we might see, um, basically, 
they were kind of sub nicknamed the London Avengers, but MI 13, that group come in and be Uh together. And then Moon Knight was part of that. Uh, And so you might see that happening potentially. I mean, we, we do kind of have a framework for it already. I don't, uh, spoilers for anyone who has not seen the post credit scene of Eternals, but we have a confirmed uh, Black Knight, and we have, uh, oh god, my brain just died. Blade. Blade. There we go. Why did my yeah. name... my brain just said nah? Delete that. Uh, <laughs> so we have magic, we have vampires, and now we have Moon Knight, who fights monsters. Right. So like, that might be the the the. Uh... The connection that that we're we're hearing about so that might be part of it uh tim i dropped a facebook message for you because i found the comic picture that ben was mentioning all right hold on yeah. bring it up bring uh, it up but the way that i'm seeing marvel go right now they're grabbing a lot of like not counting ms marvel because she actually has a huge fan base but what they're trying to do is they're grabbing more obscure characters because though they have like almost a, yeah, see, there it is. There it is. What do you mean by that? Spider-Man? What do you mean a little bit? <laughs> and that's like literally I've never seen that panel. That's, that is he mentions on it. <laughs> that's it. The only thing that would have made that better is if he was holding up his fingers like this a little bit, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a little um, bit, but the way that I see Marvel moving right now is they're grabbing slightly obscure oh. characters. Oh, it was from Secret Wars. Wait, Russell. Okay, now, it. now the real question: yes. Which yeah. Secret Wars was oh. this? Nick Fury's or mm-hmm. the Secret Wars? And in which what? case, which one of those? Well, the Secret Wars like one and two. That's another comic. I, I'm so glad Russell. Russell's my buddy. I'm so glad he brought this up. Secret Wars one and two were one of the greatest comic. I mean, if you love the Infinity Gauntlet or whatever. This is this is the original version of that, and it's got the Beyonder in it. So the Beyonder plays like the the Thanos character, right? He's this this uh, this omniscient, omnipotent maniac, and and uh, but it's such a great storyline. I would love to see that made as well. But but Ben, to your point, I'd love to see the original run of that, the '80s again uh, version. I mean, I, I know they rebooted it, and I don't know that yeah, story. I, but... I really didn't like the rehashing of it because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just like. Yeah. Hey, what if we take this exact plot and not change really anything uh-huh. except like it put, on just, glossy, put on glossy paper? Yeah, it just wasn't good. Uh, but I mean, speaking of Secret Wars, yeah. Secret Wars number eight, that was the first iteration of the symbiote suit. The Spider-Man suit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it was the first time anyone saw yeah. what would become Venom. When I went to Comic-Con uh, a few years before the pandemic went down, I actually found a vendor that was selling those um, and I had them uh, grown up and they got damaged. I had a couple still saved, but I actually got to replace some of the ones that were damaged, which was kind of cool, which I never thought I would find secret wars comics, the original uh, series uh, there. And I did, I got to pick up a couple uh, of books. So it was kind of cool. What's uh, so, what's going on on the screen right now. So I threw that up on the screen, but that's, that is not what I was thought it was. So never mind. Uh, but this <laughs> okay. is something else that Marvel is talking about releasing on uh, through Disney plus it's, this is actually on, Disney Plus's uh, home homepage. You can find it uh, on there talking about uh, this is going to have Talos and Nick Fury. We started talking about all I heard was secret and Nick Fury. And I'm like, oh, there's something on Disney Plus, but it was the wrong something on Disney yeah. Plus. So. <laughs> and when you, you want to look, look up Nick Fury's Secret Wars. 
Right. Uh, it's got Wolverine, Daredevil, uh, Spider-Man. I think Black Widow's in there too. Right. I did God. not. I did not read it. I know Luke Cage is in there because he's a major plot point. Of a lot of bad stuff that happens. It's also the. I believe it's the first showing of Quake. Uh, okay. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff with that. And when I? you mentioned uh, yeah. the the symbiote, I think that's where they're going with this. Is because at the end of Spider-Man: No Way Home. There was a little bit of symbiote. Yes. Yeah. I, I have a thing with that where I'm just like, how does that work? Because technically speaking, if you really want to get into it, that's not Venom. That's <clears throat> Carnage. Because in the comics, when that happened, that is Venom having a baby. And that his first baby ended up becoming Carnage. Right. So is Venom in the the MCU now or is that not venom carnage kind of thing or is I don't know I it needs to be explained that's for sure because yeah. it's it's all kind of very murky and and but we're not, not sure we're not going to see another MCU Spider-Man for at least 5 years probably unfortunately Tom, Tom Holland said like taking a pause the next time we're probably going to see him is the next Avengers movie which we have no idea when that's going to happen It'll probably get sold to Fox and then canceled. <laughs> That's a spirit. How dare you? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh. if it gets sold to Fox and Disney owns it, then we're you know then it's, it's fine. And but I think that um, we need to start pulling Deadpool into other shows too, because Deadpool and Spider Man together is hilarious. Oh, it would be so great if if they do. I have honestly, that. I don't want it to be Tom Holland. I want, I want Deadpool to get transplanted into the Andrew Garfield like Amazing Spider-Man universe. Because I love God, Tom Holland, be but perfect together. Mm -hmm. I love Tom so Holland, funny. but but Andrew Garfield's sarcasm is so on point. The, yeah, the best way that I can. I know I'm not a Garfield is, fan, Kathleen. I'm with you. <laughs> I don't I'm hate there. it. I just don't love it. The, no, I get that. I'm not. I'm not a Toby fan, <laughs> and. I was I liked Andrew better than I liked Toby, and I liked Tom way better than I like Andrew even. But I think that Andrew's sarcasm is better than yeah yeah. There are things about Tom Holland the way he portrays Spider Man to me that are classic Spider Man. But the thing that he that he most misses on is the sense of humor and the sarcasm. Yeah. I, the, I just the quipping like I, yeah. I do that. No, I'm just not a huge Spider Man fan. But as we've seen, that's all. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Uh, it's been wonderful being here. I'm gonna leave the podcast. I mean, I like Spider Man, but I'm not like. I don't know. You're not, you're not buying a suit and cosplaying him. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. It, <laughs> it, it, I was more X Men growing up. How dare you then, make fun of me like that? It happens. Although, I mean, back to the cosplay thing, the cutting the th so you can get your thumbs out. Yes. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. What were you gonna uh, say, Nick? Oh, so the. Uh, we we see that they are different Spider Men, man, men's men, spider, what spider people, spider, spider mans, <laughs> spider mans. The different spider mans. There actually is a character called Spiders Man, who is a collective of thousands of spiders that believe they are Peter Parker, and they that is terrifying. Fit themselves into a Spider Man suit, 
but they are just spiders. That's Tim, if you don't bring the panel up in the comic, I, I don't believe it. I'm just not gonna. So that's, wait, that's my look nope, spiders, that's my man. <laughs> that's my hellscape. <laughs> so that's like three gnomes in a trench coat on crack. That's <laughs> that is three gnomes in a trench coat, but as a absolute nightmare. Especially yeah. since I'm arachnophobic, and it's oh, yeah. like it terrifying. Yeah, it is terrifying. Uh, for reference, I think for we're killing solid, two Oh God, hell it was for no! For solid like three <laughs> years when I was a kid that I had just constant spider nightmares for three years straight. Anytime I slept, spider nightmare. So, Well, kids, prepare not to sleep, because holy crap. Oh, Spiders, God. man! Rose! Flesh-eating nightmare. Ah. Yes! I bet you there's like some underground cult that's like into all this. Like They're like all spiders. This man. is just... No. They live in it's, the sewer. It's also great, <laughs> because he doesn't actually like shoot webs. Like There's no thwit-thwit. He just outstretches the spiders and they grab oh. all the wall. All right, I don't like this guy. <laughs> all I hear in my head <laughs> all I hear in my head is that dude uh, with the outdoor church and hell no. Watch, you'll be in Moon Knight number two. Back to that, because I completely forgot. Oh yes, how dare you make a very accurate comment, John? How dare you? They're all men in tights. I could throw the suit on in thirty seconds. Don't make me. Actually, I can't. Darth Chaco says, "I love spiders, man." Oh, that's great, Chaco. I'm worried for you. But back to the point of what I think they're doing with Moon Knight. God, okay. that was like 15 to 20 minutes ago that I started yeah, right. making this topic. Uh, How's that going doing, for you? I think been they're doing the, the mystical, obscure characters on one side, while on the opposite side, they're setting up the Young Avengers. Because you have Ms. Marvel, you have Kate Bishop, you have Wanda's kids, you have so many like younger characters. Elijah Bradley, they're setting them up. So you right. can have the like sparkly, uplifting, lighthearted, like younger content. And then on the other side, they could fit a different demographic of like, oh, you want the dark gritty? Here's Blade and Moon Knight killing vampires. I can dig it. All right. All right. That that's why I think they grabbed Moon Knight for TV, specifically because they're like, hey, we need a dark Avenger. Yeah. Okay. That that's makes fair. sense. I can I can see that. Yeah. All of that All right, came so... around the same time that Disney has done their their adult content split thing. Right. Makes sense. With the TVMA uh, editions of uh, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and Defenders and that. Bring us all um, the nightmares. Uh, uh, Clay Fist. And um, I refuse to call him anything. I refuse to call him anything but Clay Fist because he's not. <laughs> oh, he's, I thought he's, I'm sitting there like, who are we talking about? Yeah, no, that Good I, old I, worst that, defender adaptation ever. That yeah. I've mentioned this so many times, but I'm gonna bring I'm just gonna say it one more time for now. I'm sure I'll say this again later. But the worst <laughs> adaptation of Danny Rand I've ever could have possibly been put on camera horrible, horrible, horrible. Anyway, Disney, they, if you're gonna do anything with it, he's please a pretty re- taste. That's literally the only reason they grabbed him. Dear I'm God, sure please recast him. Like, I'm sure he's a wonderful actor and a wonderful person. That was the worst show Marvel has ever produced. Yeah. And I will say this because I'm never going to invite him to be on the show. Hot garbage. Anyway. Uh... <laughs> Charlie Cox, though. <laughs> Love that man. Yeah, that's that's a different level. 
that's, he is, that's as totally, he as he says, totally different. He's a good lawyer. That's right. A really good him. lawyer. <laughs> a really good lawyer. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. All right. So uh, just in passing, uh, just because we're, we're running short on time here, I just want to mention that in case you haven't caught on, uh, Ms. Marvel has had a, uh, a little bit of a change of power set. Um, I understand why they're doing it. You know, it's a cost issue, why they're getting rid of Ambiggins. Um, they're not re- necessarily getting rid of it, but now it's just the, uh, the like the, the bracelets that they're using for her um, instead of, you know, uh, getting it the way that she may have gotten it, her powers before. And Ben is chomping at the bit to say something. So go, Ben. I really don't like that they're doing that. I absolutely hate that they're doing that because, like, Kamala's powers in the comics, the the person who created Ms. Marvel specifically said they wanted her powers to be weird and ugly because you always see, like, oh, it's a lady superhero? Their powers are sparkles and fantasy and, like, literally just Dazzler. But, like, with Ms. Marvel, they're like, no, her powers are ugly and weird for a reason and she right. has to cope with that when she in the comics she's an inhuman they don't have that in in marvel because weird things she'll be like considered an enhanced but when she gets put into the terrigen cocoon and then comes out she wants to feel strong and brave she makes herself look like carol danvers right that is a whole thing for like the first two or three issues is just she looks in a puddle, sees her reflection, and goes, oh my god, and then almost, like, passes out because she's, like, the whole concept of what she sees as strong is not her. So, right. I have one contention to that, is they open the multiverse for a reason. Oh, absolutely. It, it's Now they can deviate from comics and be like, oh, it's just another universe, instead of one you're used to well that's the thing is like i have no gripes against the show i will absolutely watch the show if it is good then i will have no issue my thing is you're taking a major part of of her story backstory it's it's my same gripe with like how with the mcu spider-man there's no mention of uncle ben you know the key yeah. thing to create Spider-Man. They they vaguely mention it. Yeah. I understand they didn't want to rehash the scene of like, how many times can you watch Uncle Ben die? <laughs> like, but there oh has to God. be right. You got you got to put it in there somewhere because that is really a, a linchpin in in Spider-Man's development. If you don't, if you I was there, yeah, right? I was a little disappointed uh, that they took so long to bring that story into the yeah. Spider-Man. But yeah. with you know them with Aunt May, so. But um, even then, they like, they didn't even bring Uncle Ben in until, like, Tobey Maguire said, "Oh, my thing was Uncle Ben." And it's just like, oh, like Tom Holland's Peter Parker acknowledged, but that was it. But back with the Ms. Marvel, yeah. it's like you're taking out a huge portion thing of her for story, her character, yeah. like that's Absolutely. the core foundation of her character. Yeah, I, I'm just. I really hope it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. I'm That's curious to see how it all works out because, you know, we're, we're talking about uh, a character who is a, a minority and, and see how they perceive themselves in, in this world and everything else. And that's a large, like you said, that's a very large portion of, of the story. She sees herself as this blonde haired, blue eyed woman. That's this image of strength. 
and then she's through learning her powers and learning everything else she's able to accept who she is what she is and see herself as that image of strength and it's a really it's a really cool story so i am kind of curious how they're going to alter the story and how they're going to make it work so uh but there's there's a lot of moving parts there um and then sorry to rush through these things but we're just gonna we're just gonna power through just because we're running short on time apologize but then also want to make sure that everybody is acknowledging the fact that Obi-Wan has been moved from May 25th uh, now to May 27th, which is also the day that Netflix is going to release Stranger Things Season 4, Volume 1. And they moved it off of the 40th anniversary of Star Wars by two days to compete with Netflix. Are we 100% sure that they did that specifically for that reason? I that's the only thing that I can assume is why they did it. I don't I there's it doesn't seem to in my in my mind unless somebody has something else they can tell me, it doesn't seem to be a logical reason because now we went from having one episode released on Wednesday to two episodes being released on Friday and Friday is the same day that Netflix is releasing Stranger Things. And I think they kind of want to go head to head. Or a whole season. I yeah. <laughs> to, to be yeah, fair, I, I would I would yeah. say whole season, but yeah. it's Obi-Wan, so I'm gonna go with the two. But aren't they trying to line it up with Star Wars Celebration? It might be. That might be it. Oh, May the Maybe. 29th. Yeah. Oh, May it's the, the, it's oh, May no, 26th it's to the 29th. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's mm, right. Yeah. Okay. They're in that case, it's Star Wars Celebration. They're probably gonna do a screening of it. So that makes a little bit more sense. But also, isn't Ms. Marvel coming out on a Wednesday? On, Ju- on June 8th and will oh, be on June. Wednesday. But I know... Yeah. I, I think what they're trying to do is, like, Marvel shows are Wednesday, Star Wars stuff is Friday. And if that's what I know they're doing, Loki I'm fine with that. On Wednesday, and then Mando came out, like, Mando I, and Boba came out on Friday. That actually kind of makes sense. If they're going to do Marvel Wednesday, Star Wars Friday, that's cool. But I'm they cool with that. don't do this thing where they, you know... <laughs> communicate yeah <laughs> what they do is just typically after the fact they but yeah so if... deal with their generational traumas <laughs> and figure out how to talk about their feelings hmm. don't not really, not really a thing they also are releasing a lego star wars game tomorrow yes i I'm... have no money but i want it <laughs> <laughs> well what's my audience you want to buy me a lego star wars game adulthood in a nutshell i want it but i don't have money Disney needs to watch Encanto. I think they have. I think they have. All right. uh, Just real quick before we get into our our conclusion here, we've got a couple of uh, trailers we want to play of stuff coming up uh, here on Funny Science Fiction. Uh, Mike, remind everybody about your book, please. Yeah, sure. Again, so uh, it's The Slow Midnight on Cypress. Oh, I think it's blurring. But it's there somewhere. It's The Slow Midnight on Cypress Avenue. Uh, You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on Barnes & Noble. Check me out on Twitter uh, at Mike Figs or on Instagram. For some reason, I had to be Mike A. Figs. So Mike, the letter A. Figs. Check me out there. And uh, yeah, I hope you guys check the book out. Um, looking to develop it into a film. And that's hopefully coming next year. And awesome. We'll talk all about that. Yeah, when it, when it gets a little closer. But thank That'd you. That'd be cool. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Mike. Yeah, man. All right. Ben, remind remind the peoples. You can find me on uh, TikTok at hardy underscore healer i do a bunch of cosplay stuff i do a bunch of ranting nerd stuff it's great check me out i am still currently going viral for a video i did about uh how to 
like put on a Spider-Man suit. <laughs> I, I think I'm at, hold on. Let me just double check real quick. Cause I'm terrified. Oh my God. I haven't looked at my phone this whole time. I have like over a hundred notifications. I'm at 34,000 views on that video. With you were at a couple 25 thousand. an hour ago. That is Yeah, awesome. uh, I'm going viral well for that. Check it out. Yeah. Like, comment, follow me, please. <laughs> I need the validation. And next time on Party <laughs> Healer, we'll talk about why Nick has issues. <laughs> Issue number one. We will see how many times Nick says something that makes Ben go... <laughs> oh, you I poor baby. That is a thing that you now just associate with me every time. It's just like... It's just it, it's a very distinct thing, and I don't know why, but it it's a Ben move. It's the ben it is move. a me move. Like it, it's not like I'm not doing like the the Xavier oh, thing. I it's him. more like a I cannot process this. Give me a minute, <laughs> kind of a vibe. Uh, uh, Kathleen, like existential dread too. With the is, is that a real bookshelf behind you? No. I was gonna say, where the hell's my book up there? <laughs> <laughs> just, just tape it to the green screen behind you, and it'll just look yeah, like just, his face now. Where should I be now? I'll just there. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh. Where's my book? It's not up with the bat sign. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, so last Friday, so last Friday, our guest was Eric Avari. We talk with Eric about his roles, his voice work on Destiny 2, and he even shared with us some behind-the-scenes notes about being on the set for the movie Stargate and why he hates the movie as Sino Man. And you can, a, go, ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. You can still find that episode of Funny Science Fiction on our YouTube channel and your favorite audio podcast providers. There's a great story in there about him trying to figure out what all his lines in Destiny 2 are about and what the story is behind them, his motivation for them. And there's also a great story in there about uh, about why uh, Encino Man set his career back five to ten years and why he uh, hated but yet loves Brendan Fraser. So it's a great it's a great story. That, that yeah, man owes me so many legendary items. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, so many I may purples have... turned to blue. I'm. Mm, I can never forgive him. Yes, yes, Russell. He has been in a lot of so many things. We don't even have time to mention them all. But he, he's an amazing actor, and we have such an amazing conversation with him. So strongly recommend everybody check out the interview with Eric Avare. Uh, a should... lot of good laughs in there. We should do like our own version of Benedict Cumberbatch reading the phone book with like Nick reading somebody's IMDb list. Oh Sounds boy. entertaining to me. I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but guys, remember that your subscription to our YouTube channel is a major help. So don't forget to click like and subscribe when you watch our videos, especially the one coming up this week. So this week's guest is an accomplished voice actor with many roles that we are sure that you know. I would like to add that. There was a moment when we did this, we all were like, oh my God, you're that voice? I know. It was a super <laughs> weird moment. But the one that he is most known for in our circle is the Jedi in Clone Wars that everyone hates and loved oh. to hate. 
Well, hey there. How you doing? I'm Dave Fenoy, and you're listening to the Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Did I get it right? Up your nose with a rubber hose. But wait, there's more. And if you order right now, not only will you get these 75 great hits, but shipping and handling is absolutely free. <laughs> Where's Master Allen? He, I know exactly what I, he would say. Right. <laughs> that is oh, he, something you can't say on funny science fiction. <laughs> it is something, I want to, but and I it's something he has said several times. Like, well, he you does can it say every it on Thursday. Funny science fiction, as long as you buy us a coffee. There you go. I don't have money. He says it every. <laughs> and if you're wondering, go to uh, uh, Alan White Level Up Lightsabers on TikTok every Thursday, and you will find out what he says about Pong Krell. Uh, but yeah, so this Friday is our our conversation with Dave Finoy. Uh, you may know him as Korath from the Guardians of the Galaxy animated series. You've probably seen him in multiple video games like Metal Gear Solid 4, StarCraft 2, World of Warcraft, and of course, the Jedi we all love to hate, Pong Krell from Star Wars Clone Wars. And if you didn't pick up on it, he was also the uh, Time Life CD guy. Uh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. The voice that scared um, you awake at three o'clock in the morning. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> John agrees. Where's Master mm-hmm. Allen when you need him? But uh, yeah, so he, we have a great conversation with him. That will be available this Friday morning. You'll be able to listen to it on your favorite audio podcast provider. But of course, uh, you can check it out here, the video of that conversation on our YouTube channel. Be sure to like and subscribe as you watch. But, also, yeah. you get to learn where his uh, influence came from for yeah. Pong Krell. His inspiration for Pong Krell is actually pretty cool. It will blow your mind. My mind, it literally was blown. I was not expecting his answer. <laughs> there was a there was a big old error code 404 brain not found flashing above Tim. <laughs> Dial up noises in the background. Yeah, I, I was on it. I was on. It makes sense when you when you step back and you look at it after the fact. It totally makes sense. But, when but I was a bit I was a bit brain broken for a couple minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. All right. But that is our show. We did it. We survived. We survived. Mm. And, and our it. guest we even stayed for the whole thing. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. I love you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Here. Thanks, buddy. I love talking to you guys. Please all have right. me I will oh. talk this all day and night. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We'll, we we love having there both of you guys on. There will be a part of Nice returns. meeting you. Nick, nice meeting you. Same to you. So. That was awesome. All, all right, guys. That's going to conclude us for Funny Science Fiction Podcast. Come back next Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On behalf of the rest of the hosts of Funny Science Fiction, we'd like to thank you for listening to this episode. If you'd like to be a guest on one of our future episodes, please contact us by means of our Facebook group, Funny Science Fiction. You can find us on Twitter or Instagram using the handle at Funny Sci-Fi, or you can go to DraytonAllen.com and click the contact me link at the bottom of the page. Thanks again. Hope you enjoyed the episode. <laughs>